Hey guys, welcome to Coffee and Crits. Uh, this episode is going to be a little bit different, but I am your host, Aaron Washington. Uh, today, uh, this is not normally a scheduled episode. This is just me. Um, I'm here to do a few things, actually. Uh, I'm going to end it with a D&D story of mine, uh, for better or for worse, uh, for good or ilk. <laughs> uh, I'll let you decide whether it's a, uh, a horror story or just something to laugh at. But, uh, but first I would just like to talk a bit about, uh, my plans for the future of the show. So I started Coffee and Crits a year ago and I literally only had a, uh, blue snowball, uh, mic. Um, it was given to me like uh, third hand, uh, from someone I knew before they moved away. Uh, it's, it's, it worked. Um, for those who've listened to like the earlier episodes, you can definitely hear, uh, when the mic started to die, <laughs> like it just started having like, and then of course I was getting used to editing and a bunch of other terrible things. So then later on I had, you know, upgraded a bit. Um, thanks to my brother-in-law, he was able to procure me uh, a mic, um, and a little, uh, audio interface. So I wasn't just directly plugging in. Uh, I had a little bit more control. Um, with that is definitely helped. Uh, it's really actually better uh, like for like other types of events, uh, when we did the D and D story, I used it in the middle of like crowds and stuff. And it was just able to depict the person during a convention, uh, which I thought worked out amazingly well. So now I'm looking at, uh, got some stuff through Rockville. I got me a mixer, uh, like a full on, um, uh, eight track mixer, uh, an audio interface, multiple mics. And so now I'm looking towards the future. Uh, with the podcast and with you guys. So I'm really excited um, for what's next. So in that light, I have been planning a game, a fifth edition uh, D&D game to record over podcast. Um, I eventually want to do uh, three to four a month, but I'm going to start off with two just for the sake of scheduling with my friends because we have a few other games going on. And a lot of them just aren't in the position or just have way too many players to do this with. So that's why I'm doing this. Um, As far as the the world and things like that, I am currently still uh, building and working. um, But it's definitely going to have like a gothic uh, fantasy uh, vibe to it. Um, That's the best I can describe without going in too much. Uh, Like I said, I'm still working on it. But... uh, also, moving forward, we plan to have uh, more uh, episodes on different game systems. Um, it was expressed uh, through some of the people who listen that they would like to hear us talk about different systems and let's evaluate it. Uh, we just recorded one on Silver Age Sentinels, which I'll be editing and putting up. Uh, we also have a list, have a pretty much like a blackboard list behind me of different game systems we want to talk about. Um, we're still doing the campaign review. So just keep bearing with us. Um, getting everyone together has just been a little bit more of a task, uh, as it's been for everyone during these, uh, times. So, you know, above all, uh, when you enjoy your games, just make sure you all stay safe out there. So, uh, (laughs) moving that aside, uh, let's get to this D and D story. I'm drinking a nice, um, iced some coffee just to get, see how it feels. Cause like not every coffee is equal ice. So we're going to. Let's get to it. So I guess the best way to begin is to tell you that uh, our group uh, at this point have been playing together for about uh, at least over two, two years. Um, 
and uh, we had, you know, everyone kind of like uh, had all these characters in multiple uh, campaigns, and uh, essentially one of our games ended. Uh, my friend Josh, who was running uh, Star Wars uh, Saga Edition, which is pretty much um, Star Wars 3.5, uh, did a great job, great ending, great conclusion. Uh, but once the game ended, uh, some of our friends who weren't in that game, but in a different game was like, Hey, we can come play Sundays. So we were all kind of fishing and thinking of what we could, uh, run Thursdays before, uh, I eventually decided to make a game that we run now. So <laughs> one of our players, um, oh God, he, he's that guy. But with a, um, but, uh, oh man, it's really hard to describe. Um, like it's one of those things where as a, as a player, I felt like he, he sometimes just really wanted to do really cool things. Um, but the way he went about them, it just ended up being, it used to just like explode in his face or just be problems for the party or, or just didn't make sense. And, um, so then like he came just notorious for constantly doing those kinds of actions. So, uh, so he decides that he wants to run a game and we're like, okay, you know, we've, we've been running a bunch of like different types of games that they just all die. Um, we tried to do one, we built a system, we built one based on, uh, the anime Yu Yu Hakusho and we tried to story stick and that's a, you know what? Fine. I don't care. So, we tried to story stick uh, the campaign. The way we decided to do it was we we're going to story stick between three people. Um, me, my friend Marshall, and my friend Josh. So the idea was that there were three separate storylines and then we kind of all planned an overarching storyline. So the idea was that when one of us was DMing, the other one of the characters was kind of like the main character of the, that part of the story. And then when the other DM switched, it would switch to another character so essentially like when you were dming the your your character became like a background type npc who would discuss things and talk but wouldn't make any decisions so we all sat down and we like you know talked about like well what's the setting and i'm like well you know we established it and you know uh for those who are not uh well versed in the anime there's essentially humans and, and demons in the spirit world and all these kinds of you know uh, anime nuances but uh essentially like we had did a very generic anime thing where like there's a place where all the groups convene and uh so we did the first few sessions uh under my control and we did some stuff um and then we did the first few sessions under martial control we did some stuff and then like josh destroys the world during his game he destroys it like he literally like opens up portals and like like these like monstrous kind of demons are now like on earth and he's turned the whole kind of uh mission setting into like an apocalyptic uh setting and he just did that and then he just kind of looked at us like all right it's your turn Aaron the DM and I literally looked at Marshall and I was like isn't it Marshall's turn and Marshall's like nah man I can't I can't I can't recover this you're gonna have to do something and that's not even the first time it happened. We actually did another story sticking hero game. 
And jo- and like the way we did that one was uh, when you DM'd, your villain was the main villain. And Josh, again, decided, man, no, it'd be great if I made a villain who literally just started nuking parts of a city and we could do nothing about it. And I was like, Josh, what are you doing? Like the pacing, like he would just do these climactic things and sometimes they'd be really awesome, but they would just destroy the story. So that game also died. Like we had like two or three games die. Uh, only two of them will be a result of the real crazy story sticking. So he, so anyway, goodness gracious, I'm so rambling. I'm so rambling. So he decides that he wants to uh, run. So uh, we're like, okay, what do you want to run? He's like, dude, you know, we all watch Naruto, so let's do this. Let's do Naruto. And we're like, okay, yeah, let's uh, let's 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 do Naruto. So we start with character creation, and uh, he tells us that uh, this is going to be like after the series. This is before the anime actually uh, ended, but you know, Naruto was Hakage, and yada yada yada. I'm not going to get into the super anime details for those who really don't watch or not into it, which I completely understand. It's your choice. But it was a setting uh, after the the series, so pretty much it was pretty much like everything was uh, up for grabs, and everything was essentially fair game. There was no real um, restriction on like race or clan, uh, so pretty much just do what you want and put it past them. So uh, here here's the deal. So I uh, wanted to uh, I decided to make an edge lord. So I uh, I made um, a ninja who was um, part of a clan. Uh, called the Uchihas, and if you don't know, they have, like, these really crazy eyes that let them, like, do a bunch of really crazy effects, um, it's, it's, mechanically, it's ridiculous, um, I already felt like this could be a problem, so I was like, hey, man, so this is what I want to do, but we're definitely gonna have to nerf it, so it's not, I don't want to, like, I don't want the power creep to, to happen, you know, as we do story, and he was like, nah, man, yeah, I got you. And I'm like, cool. So, like, you don't start with the the ability. You're just like, you know, when you start off, you're, you're like a low level. Like, you go to, like, ninja school. So, I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Like, I'm not, like, a prodigy like the character in the anime was. So, it's fine if it takes time for me to, like, unlock my abilities. So, we are, so we, we make our characters, um... And, uh, everyone's like really hype. Uh, my friend, Josh apocalypse, Josh, that's what I'm going to call him now. Uh, you know, he makes like a freaking like puppet, like master type ninja dude. And, um, God, I can't remember, uh, what Marshall was. Oh, I wish I could, but I cannot for the life of me remember what he was. So essentially, um, as we were getting to the table and Tanner is going to make his character that day. Cause he wasn't there. Uh, he's like, Oh yeah. By the way, Aaron, your character is something called a Jinchiriki. And so, and we all kind of looked at him at the table. So what that is, that means there's like a demon inside of me that uh, not only uh, makes me like a target, but it also grants me power, like a huge power boost um, having this thing inside you. And I'm like, wait, but I already got the the, the eye thing for later on the road. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. So I'm like, okay, all right, so... He hands me this whole other character sheet he's written based on my character sheet. And I'm like, okay. And I look at it and I'm level one, but this other character sheet is probably that of like the equivalent of a level five character. And I'm like, this is, this is insane, but you know, maybe he has a plan. So I, you know, okay. I'm like, so is this something that is a problem? He's like, yeah, it's going to be something you're going to have to constantly deal with. 
So Tanner's like, oh, well, there's this clan that, like, works with, like, sealing and dealing with these people. Can I be one of those and, like, me and him be friends? And so he was like, yeah, that's an awesome idea. So essentially Tanner made his character as, like, a check and balances for my character's power. And we kind of, like, made our relationship based off of it. So I was like, oh, good, this is cool. So, like, I have someone that I can share this with. Because usually if you're one of these things, you want to keep it, like, really hidden because you're a target for like a lot of big bads. So I'm like, awesome. This is going to be great. So, okay. So we start the session and we're, we're starting our first session and we were getting ready and, uh, we're like, okay. He's like, all right guys, you've, you're, you're, you're got your basic ninja thing down and you get like a, a an instructor. And, uh, Oh, by the way, Aaron, you also have the first level of your eyes. Wait, what? Wait, but the the thing, and I'm like, and here's what it does. And he hands me another piece of paper. And I'm like, I look down at that and I'm like, all right. So Tanner is looking at me, looking at me like, why are you so ridiculous? I'm like, dude, I didn't, I didn't, I literally want to, I want to be like you guys. Josh is like, you know, so we're all realizing like, wow, why has he dumped all this power stuff on me? And I know some people would probably think that's really awesome, but I was more like, it completely unbalanced like what we were doing. So it immediately like raised a flag for me. I was like, wait a minute. And I was like, uh, I was like, dude, you're going to, if you do both, find both of these things, it's going to be kind of crazy. He's like, no, I got it. I'm like, okay. So introducing his, um, Ninja captain guy that's supposed to teach us. And he, Oh my God. This was, um, I've heard it, I've read, I've heard so many D&D stories about, um, the DM NPC, the DM NPC, the, like, all-powerful DM NPC, and that's, unfortunately, what this character was. He was, uh, just amazing at every, everything, every little thing, every major thing. This dude was, this dude was it. He was, um, he was, uh, the ninja of ninjas. And, uh, you know, our training thing was first for us to like do a little contest with him, um, which we were, uh, completely outclassed, which, I mean, we all expected it to, but, uh, it was more like he was making a joke of how weak we were compared to him. So after that, he sends us on a, on a trial and like, this is like our test to like be his students. And so we're in a forest and the, we have this forest drawn out. And as we're going through the forest, we go through it. There are traps and things. And we end up back at the beginning of the forest uh, while we're going through, while we're like near the end. I'm like, man, what happened? So we go back through it again. We roll more checks and stuff. And we end up back at the beginning of the forest. So then we realize, okay, we make some rolls and uh, we find out we're caught in like a, like a, um, again, jutsu, which is essentially like a mental uh phantasmal field kind of thing think of like phantasmal landscaping landscape that you can do in 5e with um phantasmal killer stuff or phantasmal terrain i think it so essentially is a is a it's in our heads but we can't distribute what's real and what's not so we realize this and so we're like okay let's start to learn how to uh deal with these things so uh we we realize we're in that and we start going through and um uh, he's like, the best way to do it is to find the person who's doing it on you and then it'll help you break free. So we're like, okay. So we start rolling, uh, sp- like 
perception spot checks or whatever to find our hidden master. Um, and we just, we couldn't find him. Like, uh, it, it was, it was to test our abilities. It would be the best to, to do it to the point where he is so good at hiding that no amount of roles can find him. Um, uh, we start, I mean, like it, it would be different if we were rolling like twos and threes. Like we were literally at our level, we were rolling, I think, I think like the lowest roll to try to find him was a 15 on die and then plus our stats. And with like a 19, we got like a, nope, you, 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 there's no sign or seed of him. You cannot find him for all your efforts. And I'm like, okay, well. If a 19, that means like I'm trying to the best of my ability that isn't a crit. So uh, Josh then rolls a crit and we still can't find him. <laughs> so we can't find him and we're like, okay, so we're just kind of stuck here in this thing. And this ninja is so good that there's no way we can find him. We're stuck in this forever. We're going to fail. Because he's in, he's, uh, he doesn't, you know, this isn't a test for him. He's just him showing us how much of a good ninja he is. So, um, we get attacked, uh, by bad ninjas who's caught us in this, uh, uh, thing we're in during our trial. And, um, during the fight, uh, I get hit for like, uh, I think it was like a quarter of my HP. I mean, I'm still in good condition, but I'm, I've been hit for like a quarter of my HP and he's like, okay, so now you need to make a wisdom saving throw. And I'm like, oh, crap. Like, is this the turn? He's like, yeah. And um, I'm like, all right. And I uh, I roll, and I, I get like an 18 on die plus some stats. And he's like, well, okay, you're good. I'm like, thank God. So we're fighting some more, and I get hit again. But like for like a minuscule amount of damage, he's like, all right, make another roll. And I make another save. And so like every time, so then like all of his guys started attacking me. And he kept making me make these rolls. So eventually I fail. And then he's like, all right, so switch to your other sheet now. So now I'm like big monster sheet thing. And so Tanner, whose character is designed for this, he's like, okay, but when does this happen? I want to help him by placing a seal so he won't go berserk. Okay, so do your roll for your seal. Tanner gets a natural 20. He comes up, he starts doing the seal. And he's like, oh, his power is so great right now. He completely breaks the seal. I'm a level one character. And he breaks the seal and you realize your seal won't work. And even though he just said in our backstory that his seals work on me, but this doesn't work. So I'm going berserk. And then all of a sudden, all the bad ninjas fall to the ground all at once because our super ninja captain is here. And then he like taps me twice and knocks me out and puts a seal on me. Like, that's how you do it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he was the uh, one ninja to save us all. <laughs> huh. Um. That was the first and last uh, Naruto session we did like that. Actually, um, we didn't. We didn't do another one. Um. I wonder why. Oh my god. Oh my god! And why 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 I bring this story up is because actually uh, I have an old folder full of character sheets, and I found the I found the character sheet, and I'm you know we get better and I get better as a DM as a player over time. And I looked back at it and I looked at it, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like I just looked back at it like this is insane. This was an insane thing that was done 
why. And there you go. So there is my uh, D&D story for you of uh, the ultimate ninja I had in a session uh, that only had one session. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy that, guys. Um, this iced coffee is actually really good. It's really hot in my house right now. So iced coffee is definitely like can't drink. It's hard for me to drink like a hot. If I'm really hot, it's hard for me to drink hot coffee. But I'm going to give this ice blend I made at least a 16. Uh, it gets 10 points just for being cold. <laughs> uh, it's a little too sweet. So it gets a 16. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I know it was super random, uh, but I just wanted to give my thoughts. And I thought I'd tell a D&D story while I was at it. You know, I wanted to be it more than just me talking out of the side of my neck. So uh, remember, guys, have fun, be safe, and the quest never ends. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you like us, please follow us on Facebook at the DM World at 9029. Or you can follow us on Twitter at DM World 9029. Thanks for your support, guys. Keep listening. And remember, once again, the quest never ends.